Strong Dads wants to thank Quality Auto Mart for joining us as a sponsor. Quality Auto Mart was born in 1985. They are owned and operated by Mark and Nancy Repke. Quality Auto Mart provides all the services, repairs, and maintenance for your vehicle's needs with a three-year auto part and labor warranty. They offer complimentary vehicle safety inspection and estimates. Also, they offer a shuttle service and the fourth oil change is always on them. They are located at 7307 on State Road 46 in Batesville, Indiana. Make sure you give them a call at 812-934-2301. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back uh, to another show here at Strong Dads. Um, so as you can obviously tell, we are not in our uh, in, in the normal studio. Um, I'm actually in my shop in my garage, um, and I don't have Merle here with me. Um, so the stars kind of aligned and, uh, and kind of got an opportunity to do a show by myself. Um, so I wanted to take advantage of that. Um, you know, don't have, uh, the old man here nagging me. So it was, uh, good to get rid of him. Uh, just kidding. Uh, Merle is actually down in Florida right now, helping out his uh, father-in-law. So, um, yeah, so I, uh, going to take the opportunity and then, uh, doing a show by myself and, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. I, I look back in a year ago, almost a year ago uh, today, uh, in this general time frame, uh, episode 82, uh, Merle did a show by himself. He he was down in Florida, or sorry, he was down in Hawaii at that time, um, and got to go down and visit his son who was in the military and uh, did a Reflections from Hawaii um, show. And in that show, you know, he just kind of talked about uh, just kind of reflecting on the man that he used to be versus who he is now. Um, and it's kind of funny because, uh, fast forward to now and I'm doing the show by myself and, uh, man, there's some similarities there. Um, you know, I have kind of alluded to what I want to talk about today, uh, in some shows that we've done in some of our strong dad shows. Um, and and the the thing I want to talk about today, uh, and kind of, kind of go over and kind of let you guys in on a little bit of the, what I've been wrestling with in my mind um, is this kind of this change in a mindset, um, that I've been going through, uh, and just a little background on it. Um, I'd say for probably about the last year, year and a half, um, I have been wrestling, uh, with the potential or the idea of, of leaving the Dayton fire department and potentially going and working for another fire department. Um, and you know, and, and I say this and just, just to let you guys know, uh, the guys that I work with know exactly where I'm at, um, so that I, I'm not hitting anything from them at all. Um, so I'm not telling you anything that that those guys don't don't know. Um, and you know, it's it's one of those. It's I found myself being uh, kind of catching myself being a hypocrite because you know I come on this show and we we talk a lot about uh, you know Merle and I make it a, make it a conscious effort to when we're talking about a certain topic or a certain thing we're discussing to not sit and linger on the problem, right? Let's move towards solutions. Let's move toward things that we can do. Uh, because in our shows a lot, we talk about how uh, I, I truly do believe God calls men into an action. Uh, God calls men to do something, not just to sit and sulk. Um, and, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I think for the last year of my life, um, I've done a lot of the sitting and sulking um and and complaining and, and and frustrations that have gone on um and you know th th this past month the month of november as, as I, i've talked about in the show i took the whole month of november off and this is not just new for this year i did it last year as well and my hope is that it's something i can continue to do every year i took the whole month of november off um, and i took it as an opportunity to 
um, to kind of think and, and evaluate. Um, I got to spend uh, almost every day in my shop building uh, a lot of alone time, uh, which was huge for me. It was much needed. Um, I got to uh, wrestle with different things that are going on in my mind. Um, and through that whole month, and, and honestly, for, for the last year, year and a half, uh, Jenny and I have had some really hard conversations. Uh, conversations about what the future looks like for uh, myself in the fire service, what it looks like for our family, uh, and how change uh, can really interrupt the day-to-day -day life for a family. Um, so obviously, uh, a huge decision about potentially moving and going to a different uh, place of employment, you have to bring your family along for that one, right? Uh, my, my girls were, were you know, uh, up to speed on, on what was kind of going on. Um, you know, th th this, this month that, that, I uh, you know, that, that I referenced, that, that I took off, um, man, it gave me an opportunity to um, think, uh, which sometimes can be kind of dangerous, right? Uh, but for me, it was exactly what I needed. Um, you know, I, what I did in that month um, is, is I went through um, all the things that I felt like were wrong with the Dayton Fire Department. I went through and, and started to think about uh, all the stuff that I was frustrated about the Dayton Fire Department. Um, you know, as I started to think about those problems, I realized that <laughs> regardless of where I go, that that department is going to have problems because as you guys may know out there uh in whatever industry you're in there are no perfect places of employment right there's issues everywhere and it was that realization that those problems that i think are so big in the Dayton fire department if i get rid of those problems and i move to another fire department that fire department is going to have a whole list of problems right and so it was that 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 just kind of hit, get hit in the face, the realization that unless I change me, unless I change what goes on up in my mind and the things that truly I, I allow to bother me, regardless of where I work at, I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to be frustrated. Um, I'm going to bring that stuff home and affect my day-to-day -day life with my kids and my wife. And so, you know, in my month off, I went down to Florida uh, we, we spend every Thanksgiving down in Florida, uh, sitting on the beach. Uh, and I, I maximized that time in my opinion that, that I, I spent time thinking about each of the guys I work with. Uh, I went through and I listed out their strengths. I listed out, um, their priorities and what kind of makes them tick. Um, and then, you know, I kind of started to think about the way in which I approach each of my guys that I work with and how I have failed each of them, that I have approached them in the same way that I want people to approach me. And similar to a love language, uh, you know, and Merle actually, just in talking to him, he actually, you know, brought this up and, and another close friend did the same thing. Talked about how if you approach your wife the same way that you want to be approached, how that's never going to work. Because I want to be approached a certain way. Jenny wants to be approached a completely different way. And it's no different, you know, when I say approach, I mean loved. I, I want to be loved a certain way, and Jenny wants to be loved a little bit different way. And, and, and how when you when you attempt to, to love your spouse the way you want to be loved, it doesn't always work, right? And the same way uh, can be said about the way in which we approach our coworkers or our bosses. Um, I approach them the way that I like to be approached, and it just wasn't working, and it was causing a little bit of that tension, right? 
um, that underlining tension. As soon as you walked in, you could kind of almost feel it in the room. It's almost palpable, right? And, and it was that realization uh, over that month off that I realized that there's a lot of this, of me, that needs to be fixed. That I can point the finger, and I do a lot of pointing the finger, which is, again, kind of hypocritical of me, how we talk all the time on this show, how pointing the finger, you know, there needs to be a, a finger pointed back at you. And it was that 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 smack in the face of realizing I need to go look in the mirror, right? So I get back from Florida after doing that evaluation I was talking about uh, and continue to wrestle through this idea of, of maybe I'm going to stay. Maybe, again, if I don't fix me, how can I go somewhere else and think that things are going to be different? And, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with anything like this. Have you ever gone through something like this? Uh, I assume at some point in your career, you'll go through kind of like this, uh, uh, almost a little bit of a burnout, right? Uh, and that's where I think I was kind of getting at. Um, and just still wrestling through all this. And, and I was talking to my brother-in-law and, and just kind of telling him where I was at and how I'm thinking I'm going to stay now. Um, and after all my complaining that I've done, you know, for the last year, year and a half and, and threatening, you know, to leave and, and and, you know, going and applying at other places and going to interview and going through the process there um, <clears throat> and how after all that, uh, the conclusion I think I'm coming to is I'm staying. Um, that, again, unless I'm willing to fix me, I can't expect other things to, to get better. Um, you know, my brother-in-law, he, he recommended a book, <laughs> which uh, maybe I've talked about this before, maybe not. Uh, to date, I, I have read two books. Uh, cover to cover. Um, I've read the Bible cover to cover, which I've talked about in my small group. We, we read it every uh, June to August. Um, and so 90 days, we read the entire Bible. So I have done that for, I think, four years now. Um, so I've read the Bible. I've read the Man series uh, by Crossroads. Um, so I, I th those are the two books that I, that I have read uh, cover to cover. And those two books, honestly, have changed my life. Um, no two ways about it. Um, and, you know, my, my brother-in-law recommended a book, which, again, he knows me. He knows I'm not a big reader, but he, he definitely recommended uh, as a book worth diving into. Uh, and when I say read it, I'll be full transparency. I listened to it. Um, but I actually bought the book, uh, and I'm actually going through a second time, and I'm following along as uh, the authors, who are Jocko Willink and uh, Leif Babin. Um, these two guys wrote this book called Extreme Ownership. Uh, and I am listening to it and following along right now. I'm, I'm writing uh, notes like crazy. Uh, guys, if you are in a similar boat to where I have been at, I am still wrestling through, uh, I would 100% recommend Extreme Ownership uh, by these two guys. Uh, the, these guys are both Navy SEALs. Uh, and in this book, uh, they talk about ownership. Uh, and they don't just stop at the ownership. They, they take it a step further and they talk about extreme ownership, that there are no bad teams, there are only bad leaders. Um, I, where I'm currently at in my fire firehouse, uh, um, I don't have the title of anything more than a firefighter paramedic. That's, that's my title. Uh, I have seven other guys that I work with on a regular basis. I have a captain and then I have a chief at my firehouse. I am not a captain. I'm not a lieutenant. I'm not a chief. I, I am a, I'm a, um, an everyday firefighter, but because I've been with the Dayton Fire Department for now coming up on nine years, uh, I am essentially a leader within my firehouse without that leadership role, or sorry, without that leadership title. And it is that reminder after reading this book and that call out 
that this book did to me that gave me the realization that it's a me problem. That it is so easy and so natural, I think, for sure, in today's society to want to point the finger at somebody else. It's somebody else's problem. Somebody else has has done me wrong. And essentially playing that victim card. And, and oh, the Dayton Fire Department has done this, and that's why I'm in this position. The Dayton Fire Department has done this. Uh, chief officers, house officers have done this, and that's where I'm in this position. And it's just that that reminder after reading this book that, wait a second, pump the brakes. It's Kyle Crawford's fault. The problems that I see going on have to start with me. Kyle Crawford's at fault. And again, this is this is kind of maybe a controversial uh, idea that everything that goes wrong is your fault. And, you know, are there problems in the Nathan Fire Department that are bigger than Kyle Crawford? 100%. I, I don't think that that's what this book is saying. But what I think this book is saying is talking about the extreme ownership and how if you take extreme ownership and you lead in that way, it is contagious. And in fact, he talks about how it is contagious. Now, if you take ownership for you, the hope is the, the guy next to you will then begin to take ownership because his defenses are going to get lowered when instead of you pointing your finger at them and saying it's your fault, no, wait, wait, it's my fault. Then that person will say, you know what? I, I have something to do with that too, right? I, I'm at fault too. And then they begin to take ownership. And it is this domino effect that that ultimately I truly do believe can change um, people's perception and people's mindset. And that's where I'm at. My mind, um, I'm working through this. I'm not going to say it was a light switch and all of a sudden now I'm just completely fixed, right? Um, I've gone back to work after my month off um, and I've had to catch myself. I've had to catch myself hard, right? Something will happen and I revert back to that, that month ago Kyle Crawford. And, and I'm like, man, I was not <clears throat> mentally in a good spot. I, I jumped to the negative of a lot of stuff. I jumped to the point of the fingers in a lot of different scenarios. And it's just been that realization going back to work now that it's like, okay, this fix, th this mindset that I'm going through, I have to work at it. I really have to consciously make a decision to not point the finger at someone else, but to look in the mirror and take ownership for me. You know, when when an order or directive is given from an, uh, a boss, I have to say, you know what? I'm not the boss. But I, but the way in which I follow is a way of leading. And in fact, in one of the, the, the chapters in this book talks about how sometimes leading you have to follow. And, and, and the best way to lead your subordinates, so the people under you, I have a lot of guys that, that are under me as far as less, they're, they're junior guys, right? I, I'm, I'm a quote unquote senior guy at my firehouse. There's guys that, that, that are directly paying attention and listening and, 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 and wanting to follow me. But if all I ever do is second guess or question the directives that are coming down, what type of precedence am I setting? You know, and I'll even go a step further. If, if I do that here at my house, if, if Jenny wants me to do something and asks me to do something and I complain about it in front of my girls, what, what message is that sending to them? And it's just been that realization that, man, I have to take that ownership. That this is a, this is a me problem. 
And so as I continue to work through this change in my mindset, which is what I think, you know, that, that, that was my goal coming on here was to talk about just the change in my mindset, um, where I'm at, uh, my hope and where I'm going to go. Um, you know, I, I, I'm confident I'm staying with the Dayton Fire Department. I, I am confident that um, the relationships that I have built there are worth fighting for. Um, the fires are awesome because we get a lot of them uh, where I work at. Um, I'm going to stay. I, I'm going to continue to fight um, and, and and be aggressive in that. Uh, I talk all the time uh, in his book. He actually uh, kind of solidified what I um, have always felt, that uh, I, my default setting should be aggressive. And being passive and pointing the finger is not to have an aggressive mindset. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to struggle through it. I'm going to fail through it. Um, but man, I have to make that conscious effort to want to get better, want to change my mindset, and at the end of the day, take that extreme ownership that I know is required of me. Um, and I don't know. I, I have no idea what the future is going to hold. Um, and again, that's the hard conversations you know having with Jenny, that I, I don't know what the next two years look like for me. I, I really don't. Man, I'm excited uh, to find out. I'm excited to uh, change my mindset and, and go into every day at work knowing that uh, my attitude will directly uh, correlate to um, how my day goes and the frustrations that I have. If I go in there with a negative attitude, uh, I'm going to see a lot of things in a different light, right? Um, and this is going to be hard because the, a lot of the negativity that brought me to having this tough year, year and a half, this, this negative stuff that goes on in my head, uh, a lot of the finger pointings, a lot of guys I work with are still in that. And I get it because I was there a month ago. I was in that. I was a guy that's sitting around the table. We talk all the time on the show about, you know, the guy that comes into work and same shit, different day, right? That was me. That was me. And, you know, it's just that reminder. Man, I'm a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. And it's taking that ownership. Every day when I go into work, I need to make that conscious decision to go in, to have a positive attitude, and to take that extreme ownership. And who knows? I mean, doing the same stuff every day and expecting things to get better. There's a name for that, right? It's insanity. To go in every day, expect something to get, you know, something to change, but you just do the same thing, it's not going to happen. I have to make that change for myself, for my family, for my relationships with people. Like, I have to. So I'm going to try it. And, man, I encourage any of you guys, if you guys have been wrestling with um, frustrations at work, frustrations at home, frustrations in your marriage, with your kids, um in different relationships that you have, I, I would just encourage you to try something new. I, I, I would definitely recommend uh, reading this book. Listen to it, however you want to do it. There's an audio version. It's free. Um, I, I would encourage you to go after this aggressively. Because if you're expecting everyone else to change what they're doing to help better you, you're wrong. I'm wrong for thinking that that was going to happen. Kyle Crawford was wrong for thinking that other people needed to fix their stuff 
so that my life could be better, that my time at work could be better. I was wrong. Full ownership. Extreme ownership. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take that extreme ownership. I hope you guys come along the ride with me. Um, I hope you guys are having a good week. Um, thanks for letting me ramble on for almost 20 minutes now. Um, I hope it was impactful. I hope it, it, it sparked some ideas and some conversations in your head. Um, let's go after this together, man. Let's, let's change our mindset uh, to hopefully be one that is glorifying to God. Uh, because God is not going to want a man to passively sit by and complain about other people. I just know he's not. Um, so come along and ride with me, man. I hope you uh, guys are excited uh, for the new challenge. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted. You'll see me every week uh, as I continue to wrestle through this. Uh, put comments in the on the YouTube page. Uh, reach out to Rock Solid Families. Um, man, if you guys want to talk about this, I would love to, to call, text um, with you guys to, to go through uh, and wrestle with this idea together. Um, so let's go after this. Let's, let's change our mindsets um, as, as I think it is 100% required of men to be aggressive in this. So I hope you guys are having a good week. Go out there and be some strong dads. Casey's is a premier garden center and gift shop located in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Casey's offers a wide selection of plants, landscaping materials, home and garden decor, and gifts for every occasion. Casey's is committed to providing exceptional service, a unique shopping experience, and value to every customer. Stop in and see what makes Casey's so unique. Located at 21481 State Line Road, Lawrenceburg, Indiana, or call 812-537-3800. Let Casey's help you add beauty to your home.